trust the experts. We're all in this together. If it saves one life, raise your hand if you've heard any of those tiresome phrases over the past year and a half. I know my hand is currently raised. Millions of people across dozens of industries were labeled unessential and forced to lock down with livelihoods and futures crushed in an instant. And as government has continued to expand its power and leverage fear to turn neighbor against neighbor, a group of filmmakers have taken a stand and are determined to help set the record straight on the importance of following the actual science of the pandemic. Follow the science on lockdowns and liberty from the Sound Mind Creative Group is a brand new docuseries highlighting the stories of those negatively impacted over the past year and a half by ineffective government policy enacted in the name of following the science. With noted experts like Nick Hudson from Panda, the Pandemic Data and Analytics Organization, healthcare policy advisors like Scott Atlas, and telling stories of business owners, families, and just your average everyday person harmed by these government mandates. Follow the science on Lockdowns and Liberty is giving us a chance to make sure the true stories of the pandemic are told. So please help us at The Brian Nichols Show in supporting the Sound Mind Creative Group. With noted figures in the Liberty Movement like Dr. Tom Woods donating thousands of their own dollars to this project, you know just how important this project is. So head to briannicholshow.com forward slash follow the science to donate and catch their brand new trailer to the docuseries one more time. That's briannicholshow.com forward slash follow the science. We can become great at doing the the things that we do well, the things that we focus on. Like I'm, I think our audience is great at selling liberty. I think we have been amazing at doing that. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. As a sales and marketing executive in the greater telecommunications cybersecurity industry, Brian works with C level executives to help them future proof their company's infrastructure for an uncertain future. And in each episode, Brian takes that experience and applies it to the liberty movement. You start to ask questions that piques interest and get him to feel like, okay, this guy's actually got something that maybe can help me out. And then in your asking of questions and trying to uncover the real problems, build that natural trust. I know I went in the monologue there, man. <laughs> Instead of focusing on simply winning arguments or being right, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and their application in the world of politics, showing you how to ask better questions, tell better stories, and ultimately change people's minds. And now, your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Wednesday there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. And thank you for joining us on today's fun-filled episode. Of course, I am your humble host. And before we get started on today's amazing episode, it's so much fun. Uh, Special shout-out to the amazing Magdalene Rose. She uh, filled in for all of us here on the network uh, yesterday. Instead of doing a Saturday solo short with one of our past guests, we decided to have Magdalene do her uh, solo short here on Tuesday. So thank you, Magdalene, for joining us on yesterday's episode. And yes, she is helping keep the GOP in line. If you missed yesterday's episode, make sure you swing back and check it out. But on today's episode, the one and only Carla Garrick, she returns to the program after a few years of not being on the show because they've been busy building some stuff up in New Hampshire. What stuff? How about one of the freest states in the entire United States? Yes, Carla Garrick joins the program to discuss all things that are happening in terms of the Free State Project up in New Hampshire and actually getting Liberty Policy into action. Also, Carla has a brand new show, The Carla Garrick Show, where we get to learn a little bit more about Carla, like her story of coming to America. So, a great conversation to be had, and oh yeah, a special guest appearance by a pesky little woodpecker. So, with that being said, onto the show, Carla Garrick, here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely, Carla. You are, in fact, hailing from the freest state 
in the entire United States. One free state project, home base, New Hampshire. And I'm so glad to have you back in the program because you guys have been doing the Lord's work, and that is building up solutions outside of, my goodness, what's ever happening outside of my door here in the Northeast? You guys are a shining beacon of hope. Uh, but also, you've been doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but let's kind of go back because I think you were first in the program, if I'm correct, in my looking at the dates, 2018. So it's been a hot sec since you were last on the program. Carla, what's new over in the life of Carla Garrick? And yes, over on your new YouTube show, The Carla Garrick Show, where the first question, which answered my uh, question I had beforehand, how do you actually say Garrick? <laughs> Thank you so much for having me again. I can't believe it's been that long, to be honest. Um, it's it's crazy, but I'm delighted to be back. Uh, yes, I just started a new show called The Carla Garrick Show, and it is on my YouTube channel, Carla Garrick. Uh, I, you know, I've been doing a little media here and there, and I thought, you know, the time is right. Things do not seem to be going in the right direction. Not a huge fan of censorship. So I was like, you know, Let's let's make sure we get the message of liberty out there. So basically, the Carla Garrick show is going to be a um, a weekly show. I'll probably start to do it more frequently, but let's start with once a week and see how that goes. Um, and the idea is to really uh, present New Hampshire local news from a liberty perspective. So, you know, really just taking whatever's in the news and talking about that. I really want to highlight uh, free staters who have moved. You know, as you mentioned in the intro, the Free State Project is this movement of libertarians and liberty lovers to the state of New Hampshire. And uh, we have a incredible community. And so I just want to highlight those people. Uh, you know, I think we're in an information war. And so you know, uh, the naysayer is going to say nasty things. And I kind of want to come back with, well, really, here we are. Are we like really that awful? No, no, we're not. Right. Uh, so I'm, I'm super excited to launch it. Going to have guests, uh, news from a liber liberty perspective and all of that good stuff. And then the other aspect of it that I really want to emphasize, and that's sort of part of my personal journey is just that, um, you know, I, I, I've sort of switched to this real growth mindset and this idea of, you know, we have to fail in order to succeed. And so instead of getting in our own way, we got to be doing projects. We got to be pushing. We got to put things out there and then just keep iterating. And I want to inspire other people to really do that in their own lives. So, uh, so that's it in a nutshell. Man, I love to hear it because one of the things we've been trying to build up here at the program has been this idea of not only encouraging people to go above and beyond, try new things, get out of their comfort zones, but also to embrace and celebrate greatness. And let's be real, Carla, in, in a past year and almost two years at this point, it's hard to imagine, uh, we've been under semi kind of lockdown state where we're in this constant influx of whether we're living life kind of normally or we're going back to massive restrictions and mandates. I'm in Philadelphia, PA. I see it outside. Mm -hmm. It's a different world than what you're experiencing up in New Hampshire. And I think to celebrate the greatness and truly the importance of not only what you're doing at the Free State Project in New Hampshire, but the entirety of those who have taken the step to say we're we're done we're not going to play by these just insane rules we're just going to go and we're going to start building solutions in a an area where we can be a community 
and work together and show the value of our ideas, not just in the group chats or on the, the uh, Facebook platform, but rather actually going out and showing it to real people. And then they can say, oh, wow, look at that. Those libertarians, they're making people's lives better. And they're standing up against these crazy mandates. They're standing up against these these vaccine passports there. We just got banned from YouTube, probably like the fact that these libertarians are actually fighting back for your rights and people are appreciating that. That's got to be such a great and empowering feeling for, I would say, what, how many years have we had any wins really at all? And we can look to New Hampshire as a solid, not just win, but you guys are a saving grace right now, Carla. Yeah, you know, uh, you never want to be the one who's like told you so, except apparently I am the one who wants to be told you so. In fact, uh, my first foray into all of this was a podcast with my neighbor called Told You So. And uh, that's still available on Podbeam. We actually start doing it when COVID happened. You know, we were sort of on different sides of the fence and we wanted to maintain our friendship. So we just kind of put that on a hiatus and haven't brought it back. Uh, you know, there's nothing more validating than when you go, hey, I have these ideas, I'm gonna do this thing. And then over time you're proven right. So, you know, I moved to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. I'm an OG at this stage. That's what they call us, right? The original gangsters. And I moved out in 2008. Uh, I bought my first crypto, you know, Bitcoin for $6. I'm at the stage where I'm kind of saying, hey, guys, you know, we, we, we've shown the value proposition of what New Hampshire can offer. We've shown the value proposition of what can happen when you put a community of like-minded people together. I think for so many people, they were frustrated over the last year because, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, in other states, people feel like they're alone or they feel like, uh, because their, their, their natural inclination is outside the mainstream, you know, we're being bombarded, literally bombarded with propaganda 24 seven telling us, you know, one perspective. And so if you have this, like, I don't know, a little liberty into individualism notion in, kernel inside you, I think it's probably been really lonely. I will tell you this. We, you know, I was out, uh, I think on my first March in, uh, April last year, I was on the record against the lockdowns, against any kind of mandates and all of that. And life for free staters in New Hampshire pretty much just went ahead as it had always done. We were having gatherings. Um, I was possibly the only person in the world who simply said, I am not canceling Porkfest. So we held Porkfest in 2020. We had over a thousand people who showed up. Uh, I told the public and the governor and all the folks that this was a first and second amendment protected assembly and that we would go ahead and do what we wanted to do. There were no negative health consequences and, you know, life just simply went on. I think one of the biggest challenges we're going to see as we're trying to navigate our way out of 2020 and, you know, just this insanity that we've been dealing with is to try and compassionately kind of let people know mm, you were kind of on the wrong side of this, but it's okay. And look, all these other people were just behaving normally and nothing awful happened. Like, you know, you've been told one story, but that isn't the reality of what happens for the people who just genuinely went on with their lives. And so, 
you know, I feel, I do feel validated uh, after all these years. Uh, the Free State Project is growing in leaps and bounds. We are getting, uh, you know, so many new people. We have a monthly new movers party and uh, it's always on the first Tuesday of the month. So on Tuesday, I was at that one at our community center here in Manchester. And there were, I think, 10 or 12 new movers. Uh, there were, it, it was overly packed, you know, like we're, we're like, oh no, we're going to have to start doing these twice a month because we have too many people coming in. So these, of course, are all good problems to have. I highly encourage people, anyone who is really interested in solution based, uh, futures, right? I, I say this all the time and I will continue to say it. We build the futures we want. So if people want some kind of dystopian totalitarian future, yeah, agree with the mandates. Yes, give up your rights, do all of that. That is not what I want. And there are thousands, uh, if not tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people who agree with that. So New Hampshire will remain the value proposition, right? We have low taxes. We have um, a really, really great quality of living. It's just this like sort of secret little state. I almost take pleasure in it at this stage when you see people talking about Florida or uh, South Dakota and and kudos to to those governors. They did a good they did a good job. But really, the secret that no one knows about is what we're doing up here in New Hampshire. And it, uh, you know, if you want a quality life with a community of people who get you and who are going to say no at the right times, then uh, then people should check it out. FSP.org. You know, our governor, uh, you know, he, he did a fairly good job given what could happen. So there were definitely things where, uh, you know, it was, here's, here's a, here's a mandate, but here are 20 outs, you know? So that kind of game was, was the way they played it here. I want to go back to something you said. And it's about empathy because you, you didn't say the word empathy, but it was the answer. I think to the question that people were, were saying, and that was to, well, how do you tell somebody I told you so without telling them, told you so and i think what we're finding is that you have to give people the opportunity to to say i was wrong but do it in a way that they can say okay well now what <laughs> like, like i just can't feel bad you have to give them that path towards redemption so what i'm finding is that if we're able to have these conversations with people and say hey let's go ahead and show you that path through the solutions we're building it's okay right Right. And, um, you know, they did this really evil thing. So I'm not sure what's up with the, I'll just call them cupcakes so we can stay, uh, we can stay YouTube free. I'm having a lot of my con content removed. Um, I'm not sure what's up with the cupcakes. And, you know, that is an individual choice that everyone needs to make for themselves. But we're in this catch 22 where I know for me, my parents, for example, uh, you know, my dad is actually having some, some health issues as a result, I believe of, of, you know, his choices. And now I'm in this like difficult situation where you really don't want to scare someone who can't reverse the decision they made. And I do think, you know, as we, as we navigate 
these next six months or the next year or maybe even the next couple of years, we are going to have to be mindful about that fact. We are going to have to be sensitive to the fact that, you know, you don't actually want to take people who possibly are already it. I mean, we know everyone's scared, right? <laughs> they spent all that time scaring everyone. I, uh, I gave a speech at a health freedom rally on Saturday. And one of the things I said is I liken it to an air raid siren going off, right? So in the Second World War, if you're in London, they would put off the siren, you'd know the bombs are coming, right? You'd spike your uh, adrenaline, your cortisol would go off, like there's all these physiological reactions. What they've done is they've basically taken an air raid siren and they turned it into a 24-7 experience, which has an incredibly negative effect on your health because we shouldn't be primed and we shouldn't be in this constant, um, you know, fight or flight. And, and, and they, they're doing that on purpose to people. So people are scared, it affects their amygdala, and then they become really pliable. And I think where we can add value is to acknowledge that, right? So to take the science of, of neuroscience and to say, okay, we know these are the things that have happened. How can we, with empathy and compassion and sensitivity, really try and dial some of that back. I think it's gonna come from people realizing that if we're gonna live in a medical tyranny, you have to actually take charge of your own health. And so I am uh, optimistic that uh, over time, people, this, this will actually hopefully at least start to influence how people um, choose to live, how they feel their bodies, what they're eating, uh, you know, if they're getting enough sleep, like all the things that we know that we've heard a hundred times, I personally went through that journey and I made all those changes so I know it can be done and that doing it is worth it because your quality of living becomes so much better when you are, uh, when you're healthy. All right. Yeah. We just took a little break there. Um, I don't know if you guys in the audience heard that we, we I thought that we had paranormal activity there, Carla, but alas. Just a woodpecker. Um, so if we do hear that knocking again, don't worry, folks. It's not it's not the ghost trying to get out of Carla's closet. It's a woodpecker just trying to get our attention. But we go back, yes, to empathy. Empathy is so important. Jeremy Todd and I did an entire uh, series here on the show. is about two months worth of episodes digging into why empathy is important, not just in sales, but specifically as we apply it to the Liberty world. Because right now we are seeing, and, and I'm seeing this in my, my own life, and I'm seeing it in the people I talk to, a lot of overtly non-political people who were kind of on that, you know, hey, 15 days to slow the spread. Like, okay, I, mm, it's weird, but we'll do this. And they kind of went along with, I don't want to kill grandma. You know, hey, I'm on board for these restrictions for now, I guess. But as they've started to, to see what's transpired, especially over the past year, since we kind of knew that things were wrapping up. As the vaccines were, were coming down the pike, you know, the discussion was, Hey, these will be available coming soon. You, you have the choice. You want to take your first vaccine, your second vaccine, your booster shot, your boosters, booster shot, whatever it may be, go for it. You have that option. But once that was there, I think a lot of people kind of said, okay, it's over. And now they're realizing that it was originally letting that kind of that, that first slippery slope start off. It turned into my goodness, a ginormous tsunami. And now they're trying to look for that opportunity to get some almost redemption, right? To say, listen, I, I, I effed up. What can I do to help fix this? And I think that's right now where people are in that mindset. I just watched, it was a debate between 
Anna Kasparian from uh, The Young Turks, and Ben Shapiro. And one of the reoccurring themes throughout the entirety of that conversation that they were having was the difference in solutions. And Ben did not say it once. And I'm just going crazy because the, the problem is that the inherent solutions that we've embraced for the past 250 plus years have been top down approaches to these solutions. Now, granted, was that the intention at the onset? No, but it did increase those incentive structures to point us more towards this top down approach. And instead of saying we need to just kind of acknowledge that these incentive structures themselves are broken and no matter who's in charge of this leviathan of a government, it's not going to get better. It's just going to be used one side versus the other. So let's start building real solutions outside of the political environment, just like you did. I mean, the governor and his law enforcement agents, they didn't come in and disrupt Porkfest. Why? Because they were kind of, I'm assuming, a little weary of going and, and disrupting a First and Second Amendment sanctuary event. And and that's something that we need to be more confident in is, is saying, hey, listen, we're just going to do our thing. Like, if you want to come play this game, we don't want to play this game. But just can you just let us live our lives, please? And I think you're starting to see more and more people embrace that. Like, dude, just leave me alone. Don't hurt people. Don't take their stuff. Live and let live. What's wrong with that? And and truly, Carla, as you're having more and more people come into the free state up there in New Hampshire, I'm sure you're hearing the same thing is that they're escaping areas that are, are wholeheartedly rejecting the ideas of personal autonomy, of freedom, individual responsibility, and actually letting you live your life as you see fit. Yeah, I mean, I cannot overstate how awesome community is, right? I mean, we all, we've all heard the cliche safety in numbers. I think it's true. It's true for several reasons. And of course, just simply, as you said, uh, no one really wants to, like, like, I don't want to front in the sense where I'm like, yeah, you know, I wanted them to come at me. I really don't want the state to come at me. I think when the state comes at you, it's a nightmare. And we know that based on, you know, what we've seen happen to people like Edward Snowden, Julian Assange, uh, uh, Ross Ulbricht, you know, the whole gamut of, of that kind of thing. So, so that's not the energy I want to put out there. The energy I want to put out there, if I had to summarize it in a sentence, would be, mind your own business. You know, I was laughing. Uh, there's, a, there's a Facebook uh, account called, it's God, right? So it's a God account, and, and he posts or she posts, you know, funny questions and people can respond. And it was like, what is one tenant everyone should follow? And I said, mind your own business. And it was like hugely popular, like it had thousands of likes. But then I was also very surprised at the, um, the, the sort of, uh, you know, the comments under that where people were just not on board with that notion anymore. So I do think we have our work cut out for us in terms of, um, messaging. But then I think the value proposition also of the Free State Project is the ability to lead by example and to show people, right? Uh, it's always nice if someone goes first so you can see how that works. And so I think that's what we've done. You know, the Free State Project has been around almost for 20 years now. And again, we're growing and we're attracting people who are solution-based and actually want to build a better future. And so so that's exciting as well, right? Uh, you know, crypto is huge up here. Uh, we'd love to see more crypto people and more crypto businesses come in. We've had a lot of successes politically. Um, you know, the the uh, Speaker of the House is a free stater. The uh, or I'm sorry, the Majority Leader. Um, you know, the the. the 
we've made these massive inroads. And so it's, it's, it's like, Hey guys, we've done a lot of the work for you. There's a lot that still needs to get done. But if people come, you know, again, the freedom for freedom program, which is when people bring their families and, and really build out their families here, there's off the grid. There really is a little something for everyone. But we've put in the work and now we need reinforcements, right? I will say this based on, on, you know, my gray hair and my experience at this stage, things aren't really moving in the right direction. And so we know that there's this trend towards world decentralization. You could take something like comparing, you know, I think in, in the 1800s to the 1900s, there were, uh, I don't know, I think it was like 63 or 83 countries. Now we have over 200 countries. So I think what we're going to see, hopefully, because this, I believe, is the most peaceful way that we can solve a lot of these problems is simply to say, why not allow people to bandy together based on their values, right? New Hampshire is the live free or die state. I mean, it's right there in our motto, right? And the other part of that statement, of course, from General Stark is live free or die, death is not the worst of evils. Now, I've wanted to try to shift that because, <laughs> as I said in the speech at the health freedom thing, live free or die, doesn't play well in a pandemic, right? When people are chanting that, you're like, ah, we don't really want anyone to die. Um, so, so for me, I've kind of tried to turn that into live free and thrive. So people who are curious, that's sort of, I think the, 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 the voice or the note that I want to put out there, because we know that when people do live free, we do create more prosperity, more economic prosperity, more personal growth, more of all of those things. And so I want to create a society and I want people to come and join us to create a society where we respect, um, you know, individual freedoms. We respect property rights because that's an important part of that equation, but where we really respect those things because we believe it's going to create a better future where people can thrive. You know, I saw this thing, I was horrified on Facebook this morning. It is covered and I shared it on my wall. It is a photo, which I will describe right now, but it is covered with a violent content, graphic content warning. So it comes with a warning. Even my dad was like, what is up with this? The picture is a picture of a little daisy coming out of the cracks of the ground. There are some people in the distance and it says, um, uh, you know, stand up alone, stand up for what you believe in, even if you have to stand up alone. And uh, I think, yeah, there you go. Stand up for what you believe in, even if it means standing alone. And that shocked me because I'm like, wow, why are they doing that? And then I was hopeful, I don't know, more people clicked on it because it had the warning on there. So maybe someone's helping us. <laughs> But that's kind of where we are. And I think for people back home who are confused about these notions, so that warning came because they said that meme, stand up for what you believe in, even if it means standing alone, is against the community standards. Now, I will posit, what is a community if not a bunch of individuals. So, you know, we've all seen the memes that say they're conditioning us to view, uh, you know, independence or individual rights as selfish. We're being told, oh, you can't, uh, you can't refuse these things because, but of course they don't want us to refuse these things because 
it's going to be very clear if we're going to end up with with you know different medical outcomes as a result of this you know uh, autoimmune diseases whatever you know the outcome is going to be um i think they don't want too big a control group where we can very clearly say x and y so who knows I just want people to move here. Uh, you know, I believe in individual freedom and, and, and choice. So, you know, it's not like, you know, everyone's anti-vax or pro-vax or any of that. I think the one thing that is uniting is, uh, if, if you're, you know, principled libertarian, you should be anti-mandate. Now, sadly, you know, places like the Cato Institute have lost the plot on those issues, but our community, knows that, you know, we have to stand together. Uh, we have to be healthy to do it. You know, we all try and help each other. There's a lot of social and the social is important because I think that was really one of the damaging things over this last time. And so fsp.org, carlagarrett.com. People should buy my book, The Ecstatic Pessimist, which I do not have a copy of to show you. So that's shockingly bad of me. Um, <laughs> And, uh, you know, and subscribe to my social and all of that good stuff. Uh, follow the message, follow the Free State Project, and then please come to our events. We have Liberty Forum coming up in March. We have Porkfest. It'll be next June, as it always is. And it's a great way to meet the community to see if this is going to be a good fit for you. And then come join the fun, because that's the other thing. When you live your principles and you live your principles forward in a good and balanced way, it's fun and you feel good and it's nice to be surrounded by people you like. The importance of shared values. That is today's episode title, um, because at the end of the day, it is important to not just have shared lived experiences, but yes, those shared values, because at the end of the day, that's what we're building upon. We're building upon those shared values. And if you want to learn more about those shared values up in, yes, the free state of New Hampshire, head over to the Carla Garrick show. We've already answered the question of how you say Garrick, but you get to go ahead and hear her coming to America story as well. I will include the link there for the YouTube in the show notes, as well as all the audio transcription for today's episode. Carla Garrick from the Free State Project. Thanks for joining the Brian Nichols show. Thanks for having me. Have you checked out the new Brian Nichols Show collection over at Proud Libertarian? Head to briannicholsshow.com forward slash shop and you can grab some amazing Liberty swag that will definitely help pique some interest from our good ideas don't require force snapbacks, Alexa overthrow the government t-shirts, question everything mugs, and of course our ever popular don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker. The Brian Nichols Show shop over at Proud Libertarian has all the Liberty swag you need. And hey, if you're looking for more awesome Liberty apparel check out the rest of the amazing proud libertarian store while you're over there and be sure to use code tbns at checkout to get 10 percent off your entire order that's right 10 percent off your entire order from proud libertarian including everything over at the brian nichols show shop and all you have to use is code tbns at checkout one more time head to brian show.com forward slash shop and check out the brand new brian nichols show store over at proud libertarian and use code tbns at checkout for 10 percent off your entire order. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up our conversation with the one and only Carla Garrick from the Free State Project up in New Hampshire. If you want to learn more, be sure to click the show artwork here in your podcast catcher. It'll bring you right to briannicholsshow.com where you can go ahead and catch today's episode along with, as I mentioned, all 370 plus other episodes out there. Also, if you enjoyed the episode today, please do me a favor 
and go ahead and give it a share. And when you do, make sure you go ahead and tag Carla and be sure to tag yours truly as well. Again, all of the social media can be found over at BrianNicholsShow.com. Coming up tomorrow, yes, we have another solo short with yours truly going through some of our morning sales huddles. So make sure you've hit that subscribe button so you're not missing, yes, seven days a week, a daily episode here of The Brian Nichols Show. So with that being said, it's Brian Nichols signing off for Carla Garrick. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe. Want to help us reach more people? Give the show a five-star review and tell your friends to subscribe too. Find us at briannicholsshow.com and download the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow me on social media at bnicholsliberty and consider donating to the show at briannicholsshow.com forward slash support. The Brian Nichols Show is supported by viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons, Daryl Schmitz, Laura Stanley, Michael Lima, Mitchell Mankiewicz, Cody Johns, Craig DaCosta, and the We Are Libertarians Network. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.